The songwriter said that life is filled with swift transitions. Not on earth unmoved can stand. Build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hands. And sometimes those swift transitions can make you feel like you're going through it all by yourself. This is The Motivated Mondays podcast, and we're here to start every week with a proclamation of praise, prayer, and absolute positivity. I'm your host, Dr. Al R. Harris Jr., and I want to thank you in advance for tuning in with us each and every Monday. Hey, y'all, thanks for joining me today. I want to talk from the topic, Don't Take Me to Play With. I find this story about this individual by the name of Samson in the book of Judges. He's a very interesting character because his life is lived in the extreme. As a leader, he was able to give counsel to multitudes of people, but in his own life, he lacked any discretion. As a judge, he ruled an entire nation, but personally, he lacked the prudence to contain his own passions and desires. As a warrior, he successfully defended against all enemies, but he was weak and insipid towards the advancements of one woman named Delilah. He was grown enough to rule and govern a nation, yet he would throw temper tantrums like a spoiled brat. His life was completely lived in the extreme. And because of that extreme kind of lifestyle, we find him in the passage here in Judges 16, verses 22 through 31, where he has been captured by the Philistines. He's been captured. They have bound him. They have put out his eyes, and he's a broken individual. And yet this particular man, he's blind, broken, and bound, and he feels like he still has something else in him. And in essence, he tells them, don't take me to play with. And that's what I want to talk to you about today, because there are times when you go through things and people see you in your most uh, degraded state. You're down and you're out and people will take you to play with. They've forgotten about everything that you've accomplished. They've forgotten everything that you have done. And you will allow the enemy to start to talk to you and tell you that you'll never be anything because of the mistake that you made, that you'll never account to anything because of your past, the, the problems that you've had, the stuff that even if you created it yourself, but we've had to have the mind frame of a Samson and tell the enemy, don't take me to play with. As I looked at these few short verses, Samson teaches us some things that we have to realize about ourselves, that we'll be able to talk to our enemies and tell them, listen, don't take me to play with. The first thing about Samson is that he is confident in God's presence. He is confident in God's presence. Watch this. The, the Bible specifically says in this particular passage that Samson's hair began to grow again. That's important. Because you understand that according to Hebrew antiquity, they considered being bald to be a curse. And as long as your hair was growing, they considered that God's presence was with you. And so in this particular passage, it's important when we read that he felt that his hair was growing back again. Because what this suggested is that in spite of the things that he had done, in spite of the fact that he had broken all of the rules, he has been given the vow of a Nazarene which means that he was not to drink strong drinks, he did that. He was not to touch and eat of anything dead, he had done that. And he was not to find himself sleeping with foreign women, he had done that. 
And then he does the ultimate thing is that he shaves his head. He was not supposed to do it, but he did that. In spite of all of those things that he had done, the Bible says, howbeit his hair began to grow again. He's confident that in spite of everything, God's presence is still with me. And can I tell you, God has promised us that he'll never leave us and neither will he forsake us. And in spite of everything that's going on, you may have been forsaken by people Folk have let you down. Friends have let you go. But you have to understand that they still should not take you to play with because you've got the presence of God on your side. God is right there with you. He is not going to leave you. He is never going to forsake you. He sticks closer than a brother. He said, and lo, I'm with you always, even until the end of the world. So you've got to be confident that you have the presence of God. Here's the second thing, though. Not only is he confident, confident that he has God's presence. He ha understands that I am a covenant person. I am a covenant person. Samson's hair was not the source of his strength. Many people make the mistake of thinking that his hair was the source of his strength. His hair was a sign of him being a covenant individual. And when he allowed his hair to be shaven, the fact is that he had broken covenant. But even though he has broken covenant with God, God is still in covenant with him. And the text says his hair began to grow again. Now watch this. Samson actually didn't take this covenant himself. His mom and his dad, in all actuality, had set this vow up. And he was to live according to this vow. He is a covenant individual. And although he's broken every part of the covenant, God's presence is still right there with him because he is a covenant person. How often do you read in the Bible where the Bible says things like this, that they were the descendants or because of them being the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? What this suggests is that they are in covenant and God does many things for them, not because of the fact that they were so good, but because he's in covenant with them. And can I tell you that whoever you are, whatever you have, God does not respect the fact that the clothes that you're wearing, God does not respect the shoes that you got on your feet, God does not respect the car that you're driving or the neighborhood that you're living in, God respects his covenant. And it's his word that he honors. Heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word will remain forever. The grass withers and the flower fades, but God's word remains forever. His word is his covenant. And as long as we are in covenant with God, we don't have to worry about anything. Regardless of what's going on, we can tell our enemy, listen, don't take me to play with because I I am in covenant with God and I'm confident in his presence and I know that I am a covenant person. But finally, listen, you can, be, you can have trust and know that the enemy should not take you to play with because you are continually in prayer. Watch this. Here it is that Samson has messed up. He's bound, he's broken, and he is blind. And yet he has unmitigated gall and audacity to pray. Listen, I don't care what you're going through. God is listening. God is willing. God is wanting you to commune with him. And prayer is the way that we commune with God. The old folk used to remind us that prayer changes things. In the church that I'm from, they reminded us that just a little talk with Jesus will make everything all right. I always remind the people at the Abundant Life Church that prayer is to the child of God what spinach was for Popeye. Prayer is for the child of God what a phone booth was for Clark Kent. 
Prayer is for the child of God what a yell was for Tarzan. Prayer is for the child of God what hot sauce is for catfish. Prayer is for the child of God what cornbread is for collard greens. It just makes everything better. And if you remember that you have to be continually in prayer, that, that listen, God will hear your faintest cry and he will answer by and by. Just a little talk with Jesus will make everything all right. Can I tell you one other thing? That Samson was committed to purpose. There are people that say that Samson's life was a tragedy because he died in this situation. I want you to know that, that Samson's life was a triumph because he died doing what he was born to do, and that is to, to protect the people, the nation of Israel. In fact, if you'll read his story carefully, you'll discover that he kills three times as many Philistines in his death as he did in his life. He's fulfilling his purpose. He ends up living a triumphant life, even in a situation. Why? Because the enemy had taken him to play with. Child of God, whoever you are, I want you to know that your mistakes, all of your problems in your past, they have not disqualified you from God still doing something great on your behalf. You need to tell every enemy in your life, don't take me to play with. Like Samson, you may find yourself feeling blind, broken, and bound. And it seems like life is passing you by and that people have taken you as a person to play with. But listen, you've got strength because God will still come into your life and bring deliverance. Nobody great, nobody great, nobody greater than you. Your name is above all names, and you're worthy of all the praise. Mighty are the works of your hands. Hey, join me in a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you and we give you praise and we give you glory. Thank you, God, for teaching us through your word that our mistakes, our past, really don't disqualify us from your blessings upon our lives. Thank you, Father God, that when the rest of the world has taken us to be played with, it is you who give seriousness to our lives. We thank you, God, for your grace and your mercy. In Jesus' name, we ask it all. Amen. 
Hey guys, thanks again for joining us this week. Please know that as you face challenges, trials, and tribulations, that you've been given the power to go out and conquer the week.